From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. A lot of people talk about uh, this city or that city, but they might not know that there are actually only four cities technically in Allegheny County. The rest of them are boroughs or townships, and uh, those four cities are Pittsburgh, McKeesport, Duquesne, and Clarendon. We have on the line with us right now the mayor of Duquesne, Nicole Nesby. She is the, I believe, first woman mayor of the city of Duquesne and also the first African-American mayor. Is that right, uh, Mayor Nesby? That is correct. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for taking some time to talk with us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I have a whole bunch of questions. You have been all over uh, the, the, the media. Your picture has been in the paper a, a bunch of times. You've been involved uh, with uh, the discussions about the changes to the public transit system, the bus rapid transit uh, in the Mon Valley area. But I want to start first by asking about you. Uh, where did you grow up and, and what was your path to becoming the mayor of Duquesne? Um, I was actually born and raised inside the inside uh, city of Duquesne. Okay. Um, I attended Duquesne Catholic School one through eight. At the time when the steel mills were closing down, my mother couldn't afford, my parents couldn't afford to send me to Sarah Catholic, so we relocated to Norfolk Sales, where I graduated from East Allegheny. Mm-hmm. Uh, went off to school at Teal College for my first degree in business administration. Uh, I followed up with Community College of Allegheny County, who gave me an academic scholarship for my accounting. Uh, I also completed um, a graduate certificate in general business and a master's of science in organizational leadership from North Central University. Okay. And and, and then what was your career path uh, once you got out of school? Um, once I finished school, my first um, real employment was with PNC Bank. Afterwards, I went to work for... Uh, Congressman Mike Doyle, okay. where I worked for him for nearly uh, 10 years as a field representative, district caseworker. Afterwards, I went to work for the United States Department of Treasury Internal Revenue Service oh, until I ran for office of mayor. You're one of those mean IRS agents, huh? <laughs> no, but you definitely don't want to see me on the other side of a table. <laughs> Do, did, did people give you looks when they found out you worked for the IRS? I, I imagine it's kind of like being a police officer. They look at you kind of... Uh-oh, what's this person? Uh, no? No, normally okay. um, when you work for the IRS, you don't tell individuals that you work for the IRS. We usually say the Department of Treasury. Oh, there we go. Uh, Nicole, they, hey, they look at you the same way when you tell them you're a journalist. Uh, Nicole Nesby is mayor of Duquesne. She is the first African-American uh, mayor of Duquesne and the first female mayor of Duquesne. Mayor, uh, if people want information about the city, uh, what's the best way to reach out to you or to reach out to City Hall? Um, the office is located at 12 South 2nd Street in Duquesne, Pennsylvania, and the zip code is 15110. Our office number is area code 412-469-0544. And you've got a website as well, correct? Yes. Uh, I think it's duquesnepa.us is our website. You're, you're, so we're you're, currently in a process of upgrading that website. And you've been, uh, the city has been very active lately on Facebook and the police department uh, in Duquesne. Uh, your new police chief has been very active on Facebook as well. So it's, it seems like things are, are kind of 
hopping over there. Um, I want to get to some of the changes that have taken place uh, since you took office, but for people outside of the Mon Valley, tell us where Duquesne is. How do you get to it from Pittsburgh, for instance? Uh, Duquesne is located about 20 minutes outside of the city of Pittsburgh. It is between the borough of West Mifflin and between the city of McKeesport is where we're located on 837. And relatively close to Kennywood. So if they know where Kennywood is, they can get to Duquesne. Correct. You crossed the street from Kennywood on the other side, and you were actually in Duquesne. Okay. Tell us about, you You alluded to this, of growing up in Duquesne in the steel mill, uh, steel mills closing in the 1980s, which is an experience for, certainly I can relate to, too. Um, but tell us a little bit of the story of Duquesne. What happened? It kind of grew up around the U.S. steel mill, and, and how did it change over the years? Well, my idea, my interpretation of it is, yes, the Mon Valley in, in whole was um, a steel town community where we had um, steel mills over in Homestead, uh, Braddock, uh, McKeesport, as well as Duquesne and Clareton. And that's what basically drove this area for so many years. Once the steel mills relocated, um, once they ended, I should basically say, um, most a lot of the people in the community relocated as well. And it became uh, just an eyesore. Not too much um, investment ever came back. For example, the city of Duquesne, according to our 2010 census, states that 80% of the city residents in the city of Duquesne are 110% below the federal poverty line. Mm. It also states, you know, um, we have approximately 5,600 people inside the city of Duquesne as well. Uh, and based on those economic statistics, these communities such as ours in the Mon Valley have not received their fair share of what I would say federal dollars reinvested back into the community. And as a direct result, an underground economic community has derived, which is drugs, Okay. Alcohol, murder, and violence as a direct result of failure to reinvest back into these communities. That's a very interesting way to put it, and it, I, it sounds to me like there's a lot of truth to that. We're talking with Nicole Nesby. She's the mayor of the city of Duquesne. You can uh, reach out to them uh, through the website, DuquesnePA.us, or uh, via their Facebook page. Uh, an underground economy, and, and we've talked a lot on this program with people who help find uh, people jobs. I guess if you can't find legal work, you've got to find work somewhere. You've got to make money somehow. And that's what you're saying is, has kind of grown up as the jobs have gone away. Correct. Forty percent of the residents in the city of Duquesne have a criminal background record dealing in drugs. Mostly drugs, then, is, is the criminal background and, and, and not necessarily violent crime, then. That is correct. Actually, when I was door knocking during the election, I ran into a young man and he said, Miss Nikki Boo, because that's my nickname, he says, I didn't know selling drugs was bad until I caught my first case. My father showed me how to cook crack, and his father showed him. Wow. So, therefore, we have three generations, and what I don't want to do is I don't want to see a fourth one. I, I want to talk to you about some of the challenges that, that Duquesne faces, because I think they're a lot of the same challenges that other communities all up and down the valley are, are facing these days. Um, but... Talk to me at fir first about when you have, you said, 40% uh, of the residents are 110% below the poverty line. Is that how you phrased it? 
Correct. 80% of the city of Duquesne's okay. residents are 110% below the federal poverty line. Okay. And although the current census website on census.gov, all of those information that is written there from the American Community Survey are incorrect. It's actually, so, so it might look bad on the official statistic, but what you're saying is it's actually worse? Yes. Okay. Than what is reported on the current website. What, what does that do if people aren't working and, or they are, they're either unemployed or they're un, underemployed? Um, they're not paying taxes. And what does that do for the city that has to keep the streetlights on, pay the police officers, keep the fire trucks uh, maintained, keep the public works maintained? What does that do to your budget there in the city? Well, it actually puts a financial strain on the city. Um, for example, the city of Duquesne has been an Act 47 distressed community for the last 25 years. What I found out on January 2nd when I entered office is that we've had nearly two decades of nepotism. So there has been no oversight within that community. In addition to that, a third of the city of Duquesne is owned by Allegheny County Housing Authority, Allegheny County Redevelopment Authority, and the Redevelopment Authority of the city of Duquesne, who owe nearly $385,000 in back taxes that they are exempt from. And huh. they've been actually sitting on this property for nearly 16 years with no development. So so it's it's almost like a microcosm of, of the problems that the city of Pittsburgh went through uh, several years ago and continues to go through with the tax-exempt properties. Um, with They were under Act 47 for, for several years. You, you have kind of the, the same problems, but on a smaller scale. That is correct. Okay. We have to take a break for 30 seconds here. Our guest today is Nicole Nesby. She is mayor of the city of Duquesne. You can get more information about them on Facebook or go to DuquesnePA.us. When we come back, Mayor, I want to ask you about some of the challenges that you've faced since you took office and also start asking you about some of the opportunities that you're seeing in the city, okay? Yes. Okay. We will be right back here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Teens in foster care will love you, even if you don't know the lingo. Dad bod. Noun. The result of the occasional donut always washed down with confidence. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes. Support comes from the readers of TubeCityOnline.com and the Tube City Almanac, and we thank them for their support. If you'd like to contribute, please visit our website, call us at 412-614-9659, or email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Mayor Nicole Nesby of the city of Duquesne. We're talking about uh, her experiences as uh, a new elected official, as the first African-American mayor of the city of Duquesne, and also the first woman mayor of the city of Duquesne. You can find them on Facebook, or you can go to DuquesnePA.us is the website uh, if you would like more information about uh, doing business in or uh, moving into the city of Duquesne. We took the break. Uh, You were talking about how... um, you you have kind of cleaned house, and, and without getting too much into the personalities uh, or the politics involved, you have all new department heads now, correct? That is correct. 
Okay. How how are how did you pick them? I guess is my first question because it's all you know you're hiring people and then um, how how are they working together with you? They're working out pretty well uh, so far um, with the new changes. Of course, getting to know everyone and actually implementing um, standard operating procedures and policies, which had looks like it hasn't happened probably in nearly two decades. So we had to do a lot of updates as far as policies, procedures, and we're still updating that right now. So you, you, you have all these new folks. How, how, how did you choose them, for instance? Your, your police chief, uh, Tom Dunleavy, I, I believe is his name, he came, yeah. he came back to the city. When you talk about standard operating procedures, are some of these um, techniques that you learned in your career working for the Federal Treasury Department? Um, I've used, utilized both the work experience from the legislative branch of the federal government mm-hmm. as well as the executive branch of the federal government um, as far as making the implementations of the changes for the new city of Duquesne. So, so you're, you're bringing in some best practices then is what I'm guessing. That, that is correct. Okay, that, that are, they're, they're informing what you are doing as mayor. Um, I, I mentioned uh, the police, chief, the new police chief, uh, Tom Dunleavy. He has returned to the city of Duquesne. He was working for one of the drug task forces, correct? Right. He has actually always been part of the city of Duquesne okay. police force. He was working, um, he was assigned to the DEA task force. And what it basically means is that he was an employee of the city of Duquesne who reimbursed, um, were reimbursed by the DEA. Okay. So he's always been there. He was just on assignment. So when looking to create my new administration, I wanted someone to share my ideas and my values of what our community was going to look like in the future. And from speaking with Tom, Thomas Dunleavy, he meets that idea. His ideas are very similar to mine as far as the relationship that we want to create between the community and the police. We don't want our children to be fearful of the police. Mm -hmm. Um, In the past, the police were part of our communities where they were our football coaches, our baseball coaches. We want to bring that back. I want some of my children to actually go into law enforcement because we are underrepresented as African-American in law enforcement. It's not encouraged. We're talking with Nicole Nesby. She's mayor of the city of Duquesne. Uh, you were elected uh, last year. You took office in January of this year, correct? That is correct. Oh, you're still, so you're still new, new in the job, kind of. DuquesnePA.us is, is the website if you'd like more information. Your, your police, it seems to me, they've got a busy highway coming through there, 837, where there's been a lot of construction, and plus, in the summertime, you've got the crowds uh, showing up to go to Kennywood. Plus, as you mentioned, there's been this sort of underground economy, as there often is uh, when you have a town that's struggling. Um, how are they balancing the, the, the need to sort of integrate into the community and, and be friendly with the community with the need to maintain law and order? Well... What we also have done, we have um, one of our sergeants who attends our crime watch meetings on a regular basis and provides updates back to um, administration on what the concerns are inside the city. We created about 10 different committees to address some of the needs, such as we did a citizens police review board, uh, utilities, transportation, safety, policy and procedures, operations, 
those are just the, some of the committees that we put together so that we can help build a strong foundation for the city. That, that is something I wanted to ask you about because I, I have, have seen the, the stories coming out of city council. You have created a number of these citizens' advisory committees. Are, are people responding to that? Are people interested in volunteering? Because I know most everybody is so busy these days. Well, we're still recruiting people so that we can get enough volunteers mm-hmm. to participate in it. Um, there seems in the city of Duquesne, there's a great racial divide mm. that I'm really trying to figure out through networking with other individuals on how we can get past that barrier. And the first thing that we came up with was the Duquesne uh, Community Victory Garden, which is located on the 837 at the First Presbyterian Church and between Sycamore Estates. So that was the first project that we did as a community project to try to bring us together. Um, and it intertwines racially. And every Wednesday, um, the produce, produce is available. We have uh, zucchini, squash, tomatoes, greens, and all those fresh um, garden vegetables are available to the residents of the city of Duquesne. We, we talked to someone from Grow Pittsburgh uh, a couple months ago, and they mentioned that that community garden uh, was, was coming to this city. We, we have another break coming up, but before, then, before we take that break, I want to ask you about public transit, because you were very visible um, this past spring and summer. Uh, as Port Authority was talking about a bus rapid transit system between the downtown Pittsburgh and the Oakland section of Pittsburgh, that in their original plan would have cut more than 40% of the bus trips to the city of Duquesne, um, McKeesport, and, and Homestead as well. You were very visible um, out there advocating for residents of Duquesne. Why is public transit so important uh, for your residents? Well, with the community, when you're looking at a community where 80% of the community is 110% below the federal poverty line, we don't have access to vehicles. It's highly unlikely with those statistics that you're going to be able to buy a car. And your, your lifeline to and from anywhere is going to be on a bus line. So that is your job opportunities, your educational opportunities, because the transportation is so poor in these areas, you're limited. You're limited to McDonald's and fast food restaurants, you know, on mm-hmm. a Kennywood strip mm-hmm. is what you're, you're limited to because right now you, there's no longer do you have a, a bus pass where you can, um, what is it, the uh, transfer. You no longer mm-hmm. have a transfer, so you're paying full fare. Some individuals in a Duquesne have to catch three buses to get to their job. You have to catch one down off the hill, then you have to catch one to the next one, downtown Pittsburgh, and then downtown Pittsburgh will say to Robinson Township. Yeah. That's three buses. Yeah, each way. If you're, you're, it's not happening. Even like our transportation, we have several communities that utilize our statistics for training and educational programs that the residents in the city of Duquesne cannot get to on public transportation. Braddock is literally 7 to 12 minutes away in a vehicle, but yet it's 90 minutes in a on a, a bus. bus. On a bus. We, the we, career links is two hours, 14 minutes, two buses, and that's just one way. Wow. We, 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 we have to pause there. When we come back, I want to talk about um, your efforts to attract business to the city of, of Duquesne and also what sorts of opportunities that uh, you see there for, for people who want to move to the city of Duquesne or uh, locate a business there, okay? 
Thank you. Uh, Nicole Nesby is mayor of the city of Duquesne. You can reach her by going to the city's website, DuquesnePA.us. You can also find them on Facebook. We will be right back in 30 seconds to wrap things up here on Radio 81 WEDO. 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel. Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest for a final few minutes is Nicole Nesby. She's mayor of the city of Duquesne. We're talking about uh, her first year in office as uh, new mayor, uh, new administration, uh, many new city officials. You can find out more information about the city by going to the website, DuquesnePA.us. You can also find them on Facebook. The uh, Duquesne Police Department also is very active on Facebook as well. Uh, when we took the break, you were talking about the, the challenges of getting to jobs if you live in the city of Duquesne, and this is very similar to the cities up and down the Mon Valley. The jobs are maybe at the airport or they're in downtown Pittsburgh or they're in Oakland, but if you don't have a car, the job might as well be on the, the far side of the moon. You have been making some efforts to attract businesses to the city of Duquesne. Talk about that. What what are the opportunities there for a, a business that would want to move in? Okay. One of the opportunities are uh, is the fact that we have actually partnered with uh, Duquesne University, and the Small Business Administration, and we will be hosting um, a small business introductory workshop on September the 22nd okay. um, at 9 a.m. to 12.30 uh, p.m., and that information will be listed. If it's not already on our website, it will be um, and will that for be in, those individuals. Would that be at City Hall, or where would that be located? Yes. Okay. It would be located at uh, 12 South 2nd Street in City Hall. Okay. Um, and there will be a registry there as well. Uh, that is one way to recruit small businesses. Uh, Duquesne University also has agreed to partner with us as far as when we uh, do our upcoming development as far as helping us with tax credits. Okay. Uh, the Governor Wolf has actually um, identified three uh, census tracts in the city of Duquesne as opportunity zones, which um, we will certainly move forward with providing um, uh, funding in order to uh, develop those areas. We also have um, the mill site, which is uh, currently owned by RIDC Park, but there's several acres available there, mm -hmm. and we're looking for manufacturers to come in. You, um, you have a, definitely talking to a few. You have a couple of big, you have one big manufacturer there uh, that I'm thinking of is American Textiles. They produce uh, mattress covers and pillows, and they sell them through Walmart and through mattress stores all over the country, maybe all over the, the world at this point. Um, you've got uh, Durabond uh, has recently uh, located a, a, a pipe making or pipe coating uh, facility yeah. in the in the city of Duquesne. And as you said, there, I, I believe there's a new building uh, that RIDC has opened at your industrial park there in Duquesne. Yes, they are currently on constructing for that as well. And, and that Opportunity Zone program, which is a, a federal program, that means that investors who have, have, I guess, taken a profit in the stock market or something can invest those profits then tax-free or, or low, very low taxes to open a business in an Opportunity Zone. And as you said, 
the city of Duquesne is included in those opportunity zones. That is correct. Earlier this year, I actually flew out to Los Angeles, California, to meet with um, Mayor Eric Garcetti, who uh, spoke with me about the Opportunity Zones. He actually secured $35 million in revitalization programs out in uh, Los Angeles, and then he also secured an additional 55000 for a homeless pilot program. So definitely looking to um, find out best practices to see what can happen in the city of Duquesne. Why did you want to, to run for mayor? We, we talked about the challenges, and, you know, I, I, I've joked with some of the elected officials in the Mon Valley that, you know, do you ever wonder what it's like to be uh, uh, in Fox Chapel or, or Swickley, someplace where they don't have any budget problems? Um, you, you talked about some of the challenges, crime and, and budget cuts and, and low taxes and things like that, that that a mayor like you faces. Why, why do you want the job? <laughs> you, you know, what are what are the opportunities? What gets you excited about going in and, and doing the job in City Hall? The future, the okay. unlimited possibilities and the change. Um, I am a firm believer that when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. And I know better. I've been on both the legislative side and the executive side of the federal government. I know what kind of funding should have come into the area, and I know that it didn't come. And I know as an individual, I can no longer sit silent and be quiet while these injustices continue in these distressed communities. What what do you... When I look at my my children, the youth, the youth need to have a future. You know, when I speak with a lot of people, we always talk in past tense. We used to have this. We used to do this. We need to start speaking in the present. We are going to celebrate graduation. We are going to celebrate a marriage. We're going to celebrate graduating from high school. We're going to celebrate a prom. We're going to celebrate going to the military. We're going to celebrate the first purchase of a home. And we're going to start planning for the future instead of talking about the past as if there's nothing to look forward to. You, you really love your city. Is, is, I apologize for interrupting you there for a second, but you really, you, you really love the, 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 the city of Duquesne. Why is that? I do. Um, you know, some people say family mm-hmm. is defined by blood. I can actually say that in a community such as Duquesne, everyone is family. And I know from my own personal experience, when I was sick, it was my community that actually, um, were very supportive of me, um, I'd some come and make me food and bring it to me, check on me on the daily basis. You can't forget that. And no matter where you go in life, you must remember where you came from. And I'll never forget those kind words or anything else that I received from the city. And that's, that's growing up always. Always someone there was looking out for me. And still to this day, they do the same thing. And I cannot turn my back on them under any circumstances. We are we are close to the the end of, of of the program, but in this last minute or so, I, I want to ask you that the the one thing that Duquesne and and many other communities in the Mon Valley have going for them is to, the, the the expense to buy a house uh, or or a commercial building is very low. If somebody was looking to buy a house and you wanted to encourage them to consider the city of Duquesne, what would you tell them? I would tell them that. The city of Duquesne is a great place to start a family. I would tell them that 
the city, I am looking for people that want to stay there, build their life there, work there, and create a better quality of life for all residents. And, 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 and we will leave it right there. Give us, once again, uh, the city's website and uh, the phone number if people want to reach out to you. Sure. The city uh, hall is located at 12 South 2nd Street, Duquesne, Pennsylvania, 15110. Our telephone number is 412-469-0544. And our website address is duquesnepa.us. Nicole Nesby uh, was elected mayor of Duquesne in November 2017. She took office in January. She is the first woman mayor of the city of Duquesne and the first African-American mayor. Uh, Mayor Nesby, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us today. Thank you for um, choosing me. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. Uh, And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 101.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.